Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Bridge the Atlantic, where we get to know the people behind the creative industries. We are your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber-Smith, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists, and musicians. And I'm award-winning singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, and indie filmmaker, Marcia Novelli. This week, we're excited to welcome Los Angeles-based singer-songwriter Maggie Zabo to the show. Originally from a small town in Ontario, Maggie is now an accomplished artist living in L.A., since living in Los Angeles, Maggie's performed to sold-out shows at the infamous Viper Room, House of Blues, and famed venue, the Hotel Cafe. Maggie was named Bell Media's Emerging Artist, personally chosen by famed blogger Perez Hilton as his Can You Sing contest winner, calling her a superstar on the rise. Maggie also won the 2014 Toronto Independent Music Award congrats, in the category for Best Pop, and most recently was the Pop Top 40 winner for the International Songwriting Competition. As well as having her original music played in many notable film and TV projects, Maggie is a featured vocalist and songwriter on the new album from German electronic DJ Schiller, I think I hopefully said that right, who has so far sold 7 million albums worldwide. She's now gearing up for the next exciting chapter in her musical journey, an album of new songs and a tour to follow. So let's jump right in. Hey, how's it going, Maggie? Good. How are you guys? We are good. good. Thank you. I'm glad to have a fellow Canadian on the show, even if you have moved out to the dark side of America. And I'm just joking. I love, I love LA. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's great to be able to Skype with you guys, Scotland and Toronto, where I'm from. So that's so much fun. Very cool. Yeah, I just want to point out to our uh, our listeners and viewers that you might have noticed that Ross's name has changed in the intro. This is the first episode where it's not just Ross Barber, but it's Ross Barber Smith. Congratulations yes. to the recently married man. Woo-hoo. Thank you. I was actually just going to say I just <laughs> changed it because I thought it sounded better, but no. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's true. I am now married. So, uh, yay. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, so Maggie, uh, enough about us. We're we're boring. Um, <laughs> we like to, to get to know you a little bit better. So we want you to tell us three things about yourself that everyone should know. Three things about myself that everyone should know. I am from, like you mentioned, a small town called Dundas, and that's in Ontario, Canada. I love to write songs, and I've been writing songs ever since I was like 12 years old. And aside from my main instrument, which is singing, I play guitar, piano, and alto saxophone. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. I'd like to see another multi-instrumentalist on the show. And uh, the alto saxophone is not one that you usually hear someone plays when they're a singer. No. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I only, the reason I play it is because I played it in band growing up. So it's kind of one of those things that for with, without that reason, I don't think I would have ever picked it up to play. Right, right. That's still cool, though. Does it's it ever cool. make an appearance in any of your, your own songs? I was just going to ask. Oddly enough, I did play it for one of um, the songs in my upcoming album, but it is very buried in the back with like a horn section. But I am technically playing it on my album. So that's cool. That's all that matters. <laughs> Texture is important. 
Exactly. You don't always have to hear it. You have to feel it. So uh, you moved to one of my favorite cities in the world, (laughs) Los Angeles. Um, And I want to know, what was the transition like? And uh, would you say it's been an important move for your music? So the transition here was definitely very different. I mean, I'm from a small town and I love where I'm from and my family's there and it's still a huge part of who I am. And it had a big influence, obviously, growing up there. Um, and so moving to Los Angeles was a huge change. A, there's just so many more people. It's a different country. And it was also a great thing because just the music community here is really amazing. And there's so many talented people. And it's just really inspiring and motivating. And it makes me want to work harder and harder every day. But yeah, I mean, the transition, it was really tough at first. A, just being away from my family. And B, just like the differences compared to here and where I'm from. But it's made a huge impact on my career and my music because I'm able to work with so many talented people and there's just so many great opportunities that I don't think I would have been able to find if I was still living where I'm where I'm where I grew up. Cool. And you've received some high praise from some pretty high profile celebrities. How would you say that exposure has helped you and how have you used it to uh, further your career? It's definitely helped because, I mean, like Ryan Seacrest has been great and Perez Hilton and they've shared my music and have really given positive vibes toward my music and have shared it. So, I mean, just their fan base alone, exposing my music to that has been a great help because a lot of people have come across my music through them. And so I feel really lucky because of that. And also just kind of knowing that really successful people like that are supporting my music. It means a lot for me and it helps kind of motivate what I'm doing as well. Well, absolutely. And it's so important. I mean, there are a lot of very, very talented people out there and a lot of not so talented people and kind of the difference is if you can get some recognition, someone to back you and and share what you're doing, that just gets you a chance to, you know, be seen above all the rest, you know? So that's really great. And you've been doing some collaborations like you've mentioned and, uh, you know, what sort of benefits do you think, um, collaborating brings your way? Um, cause that was one of the, the things that you said, moving to LA really opened doors up for collaboration for you. Um, what sort of benefits are there? So, I mean, I always say there's, it's like cross collaboration, meaning you get to share each other's fans. So I worked with, Canadian band Walk Off the Earth, which was really cool. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Out here, nice. Yeah, they're awesome. And since moving out here, I've worked with Schiller and a couple of other DJs in Europe. And I mean, for it works for both ends because a I'm exposed to their fans that I would have never normally been exposed to, and for me as well, like they're <clears throat> they're reaching out to my fans as well, which they may not have normally met. So it's really great because we're both introduced to this whole new group of amazing people who love music. And also creatively, I'm exposed to like music that I normally wouldn't have worked on before. Like Schiller, his music is so different than what I normally make, but it was so much fun being able to work with him. And I learned so much and it kind of just opened another door to a kind of music that I love to make now. So that was just so much fun as well. And it was a great learning experience. I love hearing you say this because this is something I want to get into too. It's just collaborating, particularly with people completely out of the genre you work in. Because I mean, if you're, yeah. if you're an open-minded person, one, and, and if you're you're a true musician that just loves music. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter what label you put on it. Then it's really exciting, I think, to get out of your comfort zone, 
and to kind of push each other as artists to do something that neither of you are kind of fully comfortable in, which is exciting, right? Something new comes out of it. Yeah, because you're learning. And like you said, it's just something you're not totally comfortable with. So being exposed to that, I think, brings out this whole other side to anyone that you may not normally have even known that was there. And it's like, you know, what happens when you um, when you mix a German electronic DJ with like a soulful pop Canadian girl who lives in L.A., like obviously you're going to come up with something totally different that no one has really heard before. And I think that's really cool. No, I was just going to ask, like, well, I was just going to also point in that, uh, point in whatever that means. I'm going to point in <laughs> that, uh, there's a, the naivety too coming into a genre that you're not used to. I think it brings some exciting results too, because, because you don't know what quote unquote you're supposed mm-hmm. to do in that genre. Typically speaking, you end up bringing a new creative energy to it and something, like you said, something new. And then the two, the two or more energies coming together can create something new. I mean, I'm sure it can be disastrous too, but it can also be really fun. <laughs> well, and I I mean, if you look at it, like when I first started working with Schiller, I was so nervous and I'm like Uh, having no idea what to do because I didn't know how we were going to write. And usually I write with like a guitar or piano, but with him, it's totally like he would bring his Ableton live and just start with a beat. And it was, it was very different, but because it was so new to me and I was so nervous, like, I think I worked like extra hard at it and we came out with a great result that we're both really happy with. So there's definitely something to be said with that, for that new energy that you normally wouldn't have in a session. Exactly. I was going to ask if, um, you know, since you now you've collaborated with some, someone and probably quite a few people that are very different from you stylistically. Yeah. How do you think that's translated to your own music? Has it changed your approach for the way that you write your own stuff? Has it brought something out of you that you didn't know was there or didn't expect to find? What kind of impact Absolutely. Because, I mean, with even though all artists, like, they make their own music, but there's always other people involved in that process, whether it's co-writers or different producers. And especially moving to L.A., for to make for me to make music I had to work with people that I didn't really know before and I had to kind of open myself up to working with new writers and producers and so being exposed to have collaborated with people before it made me more comfortable and confident walking into like a meeting with a producer or working with, with a new songwriter in a session and so I think that confidence and that being comfortable kind of allows me to be able to just kind of open up to what I want to do and not be so afraid to, to say the things that I might want to say that normally I would be embarrassed about because I'd never worked with a person before. So I think it's just that level of confidence and being comfortable working with brand new people. And that kind of allows for great music to be made. What would be something that would make you feel uncomfortable that you were able to get past in order to say, I think it's just like the nervousness of working with someone new because songwriting is such a personal thing. And for me, all my songs are super personal. So like if it's someone brand new, it can be like a little embarrassing, like talking about like relationships and like all this kind of stuff. Cause it's like therapy. It's like going to a therapy session. I so, always I mean, say that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how it is. And like people, I mean, that's what great songs are in songwriting. It comes from like a deep, honest place and it can be a little nerve wracking, like exposing that to someone that you don't know. And, um, now, I mean, now I just like, you have to walk in, like not caring, like whatever. Exactly. Exactly. That's okay. 
So yeah, Ross, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm all about. So I'm loving this. I'm loving yeah. this right now. You kind of have to like, not, you have to almost separate it once you go in there and like, yeah. it doesn't matter with someone else. Cause we're really at the, for the most part, they're caring about the song as a whole, yeah. the, the music exactly. more so and the melody, you know, the lyrics can be for you, you know, and yeah. obviously for anyone listening. Yeah. And it's like yeah. a, it's like a judgment free zone. Like, mm. I don't know. Sometimes it's like, feels like you're on a first date. Like you're telling someone about yourself and you're like, Oh my God, what if they think I'm an absolute nut job? But in the studio and when you're working with a new writer or producer, like that's not what it's about. Like you said, it's just about making great music and lyrics and melody and working on that. Have you had any uh, bad experiences working with producers or meeting with a potential future producer? And be honest, because it happens. Not everyone, not everyone clicks. Yeah. I mean, there's, I've always been able to like work it out and figure out a song and direction by the end of it. But I mean, there's definitely been situations where it might be a new producer. And there's been a couple of times where it's like a new producer that I've worked with and we just don't click. And they kind of, um, they kind of see like the music that we should be making something totally different from who I am and what I do. And I mean, typically those producers are, are new anyways, like a great, well-experienced producer would always make sure that the music that they're working on with that artist is true to them. So it's always, those things have definitely come up, but it's been with producers who may not have been as experienced. Well, that's true. And I know as an artist myself, that, that, I, I'm with you on that. You know, producers should bring out the best of the artist. But I, I also, when you have a producer's job, is also to help you compete with what's out there. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean that that could be great. That could be a good thing, and that could be a terrible sure. thing. You know, I think if you have a good mixture of the two, and Absolutely. again, I'm completely with you. It's all about what's true to you. You can't do something that's not true to yourself, or else yeah. how could you go out and be like, listen to my record that I don't even believe in, but I want you to buy. Yeah. You know, but uh, but yeah, and, and I think maybe sometimes the producers we'll just think about how can we sell, how can we sell and not remember that, you know, you're still the artist, you know, and, and remember that's about the artist. Sometimes the producers want to make it about the producers and and how cool they can, and what they can do. And yeah, like you said, obviously you want to make the music commercial and something that people are going to want to listen to. So so it's like that balance of like who you are and then also providing to people kind of what they want to hear. So it's without taking away sure. from your art, without exactly. taking away from your art. Yeah, exactly. 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 Are you ready for 20 questions? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Coffee or tea? Tea. Meat or veggies? Veggies. Oh, that makes me happy. TV yes. or Netflix? Uh, Netflix. Twitter or Facebook? Facebook. Yoga or yogurt? Mm, yoga good nashville or los angeles we're getting along los angeles (laughs) house of cards or orange is the new black orange is the new black new season soon i know i'm so excited carol king (laughs) or etta james oh god really this one's hard i would say carol king friends or seinfeld because apparently we're in the 90s right now Friends. <laughs> Canada or Scotland? Canada. Only because that's where I'm from. <laughs> that's it? That's only that? John, John Legend or John Mayer? Oh, John Mayer. 
The Vampire Diaries or The Walking Dead? Vampire Diaries. Education or experience? Experience. Your fellow Canadian Justin Bieber or Justin Timberlake? Justin Timberlake. Michael Jackson or, if you're lucky enough to know who he is, Michael Bolton? (laughs) (laughs) I do know, and I would have to pick Michael Jackson. (laughs) Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? Celine Dion. We, I often like to ch- suggest Marilyn Manson dressed as Celine Dion, or even more excitingly, Celine Dion dressed as Marilyn Manson. You know, so if you have to pick one of those, okay, just as a side much. note, which one would you pick? Celine Dion dressed as Marilyn Manson or Marilyn Manson dressed as Celine Dion? I feel like it would be less Celine weird to see Marilyn Manson. I was going to say, it would, it would be very normal to see Marilyn Manson dressed as Celine Dion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Ricky Gervais or Ricky Martin? Ricky Martin. <laughs> he doesn't get very many. I'm I'm glad you picked I'm glad you picked Ricky Martin. You know, just having fun, you know, whatever. <laughs> Whale or kale? Whale or kale? Whale or kale. Yeah. Kale. Yeah. yeah. Are you vegetarian? <laughs> no, but you're making this vegan very happy because all the things no. you're picking are coinciding with potential. I think you're vegetarian at heart. You're going to become a vegetarian. I will- I was vegan for a few years. I only oh, just you left. Eating fish. You left us. You left I, us. I know. <laughs> oh, jeez. I do. Okay, let's just I keep going. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Bet Midler or the Riddler? <clears throat> Bet Midler. And the final question. And the final question, which may be the hardest or easiest question you've been asked all day Ross or Marcio? Um, In case you don't know who that is, that's that's Ross and I. No, I know. I'm trying to figure out a way to mix the Ross two. and Marcio. Marcio. We- <laughs> or Mus. No, no, no. Oh, see, I heard her say Marcio. I don't even care if you said Royce or whatever. Marcio. I win. I'm a fellow. I'm a fellow singer songwriter and Canadian. So I just say. two names. I can't pick. <laughs> a lot of people try to do that. A lot of try to. Th- I think, I think we end up, I think we end up with the really strange name of Moss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Moss. you know what? I think that question actually hurts us more than it hurts, uh, you know, our guests. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm, I think it insults me more that, that they feel uh, t- to like pick both of us than one of us, even though they're trying to be like, you know, dem- democratic and everything. <laughs> I'm just joking. Well, like, okay. how can you really choose after like a 20 minute conversation? Oh, yeah, I thought it was pretty, I thought it was pretty, it was, it was pretty simple. Actually, we've had some guests that find it very simple <laughs> and they're often just- Ross. They're often people who have known Ross before and just very quickly pick me. <laughs> <laughs> But then they do tell me privately, you know, that they felt bad for you. Yeah, so. whatever. Oh, we don't have Sorry. that on record. Right? <laughs> no, we're just messing with you. We're just messing with you. Uh, do you have any music, uh, TV, or film recommendations? Maybe one of each. One one artist someone should listen to, one TV show that they should watch, and one film that they should check out. Well, I feel like you guys know me very well because John Mayer and Justin Timberlake, I love. I have been listening to Chris Stapleton lately, so I would highly recommend him. As far as movies, I just saw Brooklyn, which I loved. I heard good things. I haven't seen it yet. It was really good. I highly recommend it. And for TV, I don't... Oh, I have been watching The Affair. 
The Affair. Good things. It's very drama. Yeah, I've not seen it, but I've heard good things yeah. about it. So yeah, it's like soap opera, but I love it. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. yeah, I don't know if I don't know if you've, you're selling me on it when you said it's like. A soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think you would like it. To be honest, it's like very, like all about love and like. Lots yeah, I of hate drama. love. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like lots of drama. I feel like it's more of like a girl thing. Like we love to watch that kind of stuff. So, right, right, right. <laughs> and but the music in the show, I have to say, I do appreciate it because the the music supervisor has done a great job at like placing yeah. really great music, and even the opening theme title is really cool. Cool. So yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So uh, Maggie, uh, people can find you online. Uh, your website is allaboutmaggie.com. And all of your yeah. social stuff, which I'm so impressed with, is all all about Maggie. So that's Twitter, Instagram, yeah, Facebook. It's all the same. Uh, so you get two big thumbs up from me for that. Yay, um, thank you. And YouTube too. YouTube as well. Awesome. Yeah, perfect. And it's it's Maggie, that's spelled M-A-G-G-I-E, just for those that are listening right now. Yeah. Cool. cool. And uh, as for me, I'm working on my second solo album right now, and you can be a part of it all at pledgemusic.com slash Novelli. Make it happen. I also recently released my award-winning documentary, Walking Proof, which chronicles the making of my debut solo album, which you can watch for free at marcianovelli.com slash walkingproof. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, which are all slash Novelli. And I'm working on oh, websites yeah. for various artists at the moment. You can check out my work and my blog at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. And these, I, these, what was that? These, <laughs> no idea. This episode was brought to you by Chris Keaton, Alyssa Parma, Buck Naked Soap Company, and Social Surge. All links are in the show notes, so make sure to check them out because they're awesome and they help make this show they help make the show exist, I guess, and keep it going. What would you say, Ross? Yeah, I'd say we Pretty gave much. birth to the show and they kind of helped sustain it through, like... Does that make us bad parents? I have that, no like... idea. Those <laughs> are great parents. <laughs> and if you'd like to sponsor the show, visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. <laughs> we are so professional. We are. We're really good at this. We are. <laughs> we are the best. <laughs> Oh, yeah, totally. this, this has been great. Thank you so much for uh, coming on. Come back again soon. Thank you. So great to meet you guys. You too. And when's yeah. your album out? Is your album out now? I'll be. It's not out now. I'll be releasing singles for the next a single new single every couple months. So yeah. Awesome. Plain Keep forward. us posted, and we'll share and you know get people to I buy it. So. Cool. Thank you so much. Great chatting with you guys. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.